0: You asked for it. Here it is. It's a podcast from Apathetic Enthusiasm.
1: Coming to you live again from the beginning of our Rick and Morty Season 7 coverage. It's a little slow so far. The wait is killer. But they already wrote the episodes. I'm sure it's fine. And this is definitely fine. It's Interdimensional RSS, the unofficial Rick and Morty podcast.
0: Ooh. First time. First time. First time. Best time. Every time. Yeah. Yeah. It's Interdimensional RSS. Hello, everybody. I'm Travis.
1: Hey, everybody. I am Brandon. And welcome to a special, special episode. Every every episode is special, but this is a special, special episode.
0: So special.
1: Because Travis and I are both sick. I had a cold. I'm recovering. He is just getting sick. So this is going to sound great.
0: Uh, we're going to sound great. This is how I'm going to sound for the entire show. Just clear until I sound like nothing.
1: (laughs) Oh, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. But hey, let me, let me go ahead. And since you're, since you're getting sick, Travis, let's save your voice. Let me do the social media stuff. Okay.
0: Oh, you're so kind,
1: Brandon. Let's get it. Let's get it started. You can go over to Twitter while it is still there, while we can still advertise on other platforms at Rick and Morty pod. Facebook, Facebook.com/slash Rick Podcast, Instagram Rick and Podcast, email Rick Podcast at gmail.com. You can send us an email there. I know lots of other people do. Usually it's spam, but they send it, and we can't thank you enough for that. Uh, lots of Huggies diapers. I don't know why I keep getting that. Anyways, over on the web, you can go to our subreddit Rick Podcast at reddit.reddit.com, Reddit Rick where yours truly is a moderator, and sometimes I ban people for doing stupid posts. Very rarely, and I always feel bad doing it, but I'm like, okay, this is a little too blatant. Okay, our website, HTTPS colon backslash backslash www.rickandmortypod.com or rickandmortypodcast.com. You can get there that way as well. So we are streaming live currently, twitch.tv slash enthusiasm, or you can check out the show over on YouTube after the fact, youtube.com slash enthusiasm. If you want to support us, you can do so in the following manner. Go to T public, apathetic slash shop. Oh no, I <laughs> I we need to take that T public thing out of there. Yeah. Um,
0: I haven't I haven't read that line in like six months.
1: I, I read the Patreon line, but I said the T public line. Anyway, <laughs> anyways, uh Patreon.com Slash Apthec Enthusiasm to support us in that way. There you go. Those are all the links. That is the housekeeping out of the way. Just for you, Travis.
0: T Public probably still has T shirts worth buying, but just you just buy a shirt. It won't support us. Just go get one. Um. Yeah. <clears throat> oh. Oh no. This is a bad sign. Oh no. Oh, um. No. Uh. Let's see. Quick, the Ewok asking uh when Mark Maron... Uh, joined us on the (laughs) podcast that's right if you want to see Brandon's best impression of Mark Marin make sure you're checking out uh, the live stream or or YouTube so you can get those that video content right it's uh it's good stuff you know I I, so dapper
1: I I produced a a concept episode of of a a different podcast and I sent it to my friend Roxanne and she was like you (laughs) and she said you sound you sound much different since you retired and I mean, I don't feel diff, I don't feel different, but i do i do have facial hair, and my hair's long it's very weird
0: anyways it's it is weird and I'm wearing an orange shirt, a bright orange shirt, yeah, you look like an inmate no,
1: yeah, you don't. part of the in crowd <laughs> I'm you're, you're the,
0: uh let's do this let's do this podcast uh yeah. we're so glad you're here. Season six is over um, but you're still with us, so thank you for downloading this episode. Thank you for joining us on the live stream. Uh, let's start off as we always do with a little segment called semi-pertinent news.
1: Didn't have time to produce a song, no, no, but I got claps all night long. Oh yeah, it's semi-pertinent news. Um, you know, I just take The season's
0: over. You're back to acapella.
1: <laughs> nobody, nobody That's cares right. about the recap episode except our greatest fans who are in the Twitch chat with us currently um yeah semi-pertinent news um we didn't do a whole lot of research into this because season 7 is so far away so let's just talk about what's on everybody's mind right now uh over on the subreddit they've been talking about this it's not about rick and morty it's like it's the official semi-pertinent news <laughs> subreddit they're talking about high on life travis That's now right now i played i played maybe an hour or two of it um and then got sucked back into Madden because Matt wants to beat me at Ultimate Team, um. But we. But I have
0: no friends, so I played High on Life by myself.
1: And wingspan, um. Yeah. So so tell me tell me about High, high on Life because I I I played the first mission of it. You've played multiple missions of it. What do you think? Yeah, so you?
0: I think I've played through. I've beaten two of the bounties now. Um. Basic story behind the game is you are. Like a teenager, um, Earth is attacked by aliens, and you happen to get one of their guns. The guns talk to you, and uh, the gun is kind. Of, it's it's Justin Roiland's voice, right? So if you've ever played like Accounting, uh, the VR game, or Trover Saves the Universe, you're 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 kind of you're kind of already familiar with the vibe right it the game is a little meta it doesn't take itself too seriously a lot of jokes a lot of a lot of crazy humor um but yeah so you end up leaving earth you actually teleport your house off of earth uh and then you uh go out on missions trying to take out the aliens that are trying to um overthrow the planet earth and there's some great humor in the game uh it's 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 a first person shooter um, but there's some puzzle mechanics and, uh, different platformer type things in it as well. So I'm having, I'm having fun with it. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, is it the best shoot I've ever played? Far from it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's yeah. fun. I, I, it's entertaining. It is definitely an entertaining game. Uh, there's weird Easter eggs and stuff in there. There's, I think a full movie in the game. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's t so here's here's the thing with what is this movie called T-
1: Tammy and the T-Rex? Tammy the, and the T-Rex. Yep.
0: Every time I go back to the house, the movie like starts over. Oh. And I'm like, can I get something else? Like cuz I don't want to sit there and watch the movie in game. But I just hear I just get like the opening sequence of this like cheesy like 90s movie over and over again. Um so you know, that's fun. Yeah, um, you know,
1: you could just uh subscribe to shutter and watch joe bob briggs talk about tammy and the t-rex over on his last drive-in not a sponsor I shutter
0: i could so yeah i'm <laughs> i'm playing it i'm not playing it super consistently but yeah, um, yeah you know downtime over the holidays maybe maybe i'll play a little bit more it, it, um it, but it, as, as we talk about the the you know joe bob and shutter and horror films. Sure. Uh there's there's another horror film that we mentioned last week, that of course being the Adult Swim Yule Log. Of course. And I have to ask Brandon, did you watch it?
1: Did I? Did I ever? Uh we talked we talked about it last week a little bit for our, our season six finale. And uh I I wanted I'd heard about it. I didn't look it up at all. Um I just I knew that it was a a horror film, and then we talked about it. And so all week long, I've been like, yeah, I kind of want to watch that, right? And uh, so last night, instead of watching Rick and Morty, because there was no Rick and Morty on, my my wife, Chelsea, asked me, hey, you know, is there anything you want to watch tonight for dinner? And I said, Yule Log. She said, what? And I said, I want to watch the Yule Log. She said, okay. I'm like, "It's a it's a horror thing. It's an Adult Swim horror film. And she said, all right, and so we I watched it with her and my son, uh, my ten year old son, and I will say I was like, well, it was on a, it's on Adult Swim, so there's not going to be any massive nudity. There's going to be some some questionable things, I'm I'm sure, but I'm like, well, we don't we don't filter them too much. Um, so it starts off four four minutes or so of just kind of like showing a Yule log. It's got the Christmas music. The story starts to expand. Introducing some characters, introducing some other characters, and what I like about the movie is that it it starts to expand beyond like the the very limited scope of the Yule Log, Like switches perspectives at some point in time. Then we start to see it. we start to see different you know deaths. Some like kind of crazy uh, Link, uh, David Lynchian type of shit. Like, and I I use that in an actual like Lynchian sense. There's like a character that's like 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 a mini person. He's like, Hey, look at me. Hey, look at me. Come here. Come here. Uh, almost like <laughs> Mulholland drive. But anyway, uh, hour and a half watched it. I liked it. Um, uh, my, my son wasn't bored. Um, uh, my wife wasn't bored. Um, there was like a part, maybe like in the first 20 minutes where there's a lot of talking much like I'm doing now. I'm like, <laughs> come on, come on, come on.
0: You're sharing the episode, Brandon. and I appreciate it.
1: There are some camera angles that are really kind of creepy and and cool. Um and then it goes it goes off the rails uh, tor- towards the end but I liked it I recommend it uh again Casper Kelly too many cooks
0: still available on HBO Max if you want to check it out
1: that's right that's right well so that that is what we have Oh, one last note on High on Life uh, I talked about my ten year old and filtering what I will say is uh, I started playing it and uh, he was watching me me play it and then <laughs> then I got knifey. Uh, with Michael Cusack, and doing the voice, and I tell you what, uh, I was like, oh my God, he's saying, ooh, he's saying some shit. Uh, so my son came up to me yesterday after after Yule Log. Oh, I know beforehand. He's like, hey, is it okay if I play that that high on life game? Like, no. (laughs) Like,
0: kind of kind of got to draw the line. Uh, yep. Not not. We're gonna lose our E for everything rating. Uh, as they say, um yeah, yeah, it's uh definitely not a family title, but uh it's been fun so far playing by myself been, been,
1: song. been great, been great and fun so far, um, yep. so you know before we move on to the thing that we do after the semi perts there's one last the segment there's one last segment, and it's the Dan Harmon social media
0: minute. <laughs> <laughs> Dan Harmon, uh, yeah. Oh wait, hold on. <laughs> claps. <laughs> um, Dan Harmon social media minute. Dan's back, everybody. I know we had a scare there for a while, but uh, Dan's back. I I don't know if he like went to the World Cup or just found a bar that he really likes for the World Cup. But <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of Instagram posts about the World Cup, and of course. This weekend we had the World Cup final, uh, Argentina going up against France. And this post from from yesterday uh from Dan Harmon just says, I have never cared about this sport, and I'm about to have a GD heart attack, <laughs> is what he says. Um, a heart attack because Argentina was tied with France and they were going to penalty kicks. Um, Brandon, did you watch? eagerly the final match of the World Cup.
1: You you would think I would I watch the final match of the World Cup. But no, I followed along on on Twitter and I followed along with all my friends who were watching uh and just just hearing the craziness that led to that that final shootout leading to uh Messi's first World Cup before he retires. Um and yeah, yeah, like that's cool, good for him. He's he's he's
0: leaving yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, the, the, I, gr- the I heard gr- today that he said he might not retire now. Well, so well, like, it's okay. You know, Lame. he's the
1: Brady of, the- <laughs> no, I don't want, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to insult him like that. Um, no, 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 no. no but, uh, uh but I, I, I will, I will say there's a lot of folks who, who don't like soccer. They're like, soccer's boring. Um, that and and Dan Harmon kind of is going along with them where he's like, but this game was, was something else.
0: So I've I've heard that if you only saw one soccer match in your entire life, like if that was the only one you saw, it was like the best. And I saw zero minutes of it. So (laughs) um, I don't know, maybe I I feel like rewatching a soccer game is not something that's really in my wheelhouse. So no, no, I'm I'm just going to miss out on this piece of history. But thank you, Dan, for sharing your your stress, Mm -hmm. your excitement. With the folks on Instagram, if you want to follow Dan, he's at Dan Harmon on Instagram. I w- and, uh, that's it. The Dan Harmon social media minute.
1: I do want to do because you put this one out there first. I do want to give a a constant
0: an honorable mention.
1: Yeah, a consolation media minute, uh, where he posted about over on I forget what what channel it was, but it was like it was like Sister Swap.
0: And it's he was like, like Netflix or something. And it, 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 um. And it, yeah yeah and it's this like a bizarre it's a bizarre
1: like two different movies called sister yeah. swap have nothing to do with each other but they basically have the exact same plot uh there's no way to synchronize them like one movie has one sister's meet cute do the in the restaurant a meat cute a meet cute that has no of no importance and that other movie has the same kind of thing um yeah. Anyways, he's like, it's so weird. They and then he put like a side or a side by side of of the two films that are basically the same movie, but not the same movie at all. It's not like even like a sequel. Like,
0: uh, yeah, it's it's not it's not the two movies told from different perspectives. Like, he is legitimately flabbergasted <laughs> by why these two movies like exist separately. With the same actors. Um, but yeah, sister swap movies. Um, they're really blowing Dan's mind. That's so that's that's the other thing. Uh some some great captions uh on his Instagram about the sister swap movies. Two posts, in fact, about them. Uh what, what are they on? Because I don't think it's Netflix.
1: No, it was like was it like uh HBO Max or was it like Peacock or or maybe it's, maybe it's like Peacock, because I, I I think that there's like a bunch of like random shitty movies on on Peacock. I watch it for Columbo. That's why I have Peacock, and I'm I'm in the later seasons. And uh, you know, Columbo keeps finding ways to catch these killers. I'm impressed. He hasn't he hasn't lost a case yet.
0: Just one more thing. Anyway, uh, anyway. Hallmark Channel. Hallmark. Hallmark.
1: Hallmark the Peacock the Hallmark of the movies. card industry.
0: Yeah, I had to go to the Wikipedia page for Sister Swap, (laughs) the film series, to find that. Um, But there you go. Dan Harmon's social media, two minutes this time. Uh, Go follow him. It's a great time. Uh, All right, that's it for Semi-Pertinent News. It is now time for the reason that you downloaded this podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the main thing.
1: The main thing. Um, I forget which song that is. It's probably something like the main thing. It's in the way
0: that your main thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Um, it is the main thing. Oh, and the, don't you know our main thing for this week is a recap of season six. So what we just wanted to do, we want to make this real quick, right? Just like season six was. It felt like it flew by. It was here and then it was gone. And now we have nothing but to talk about this. So we want to talk about we want All to talk. All we about have the, is
0: time with our families over Christmas. <laughs> oh man!
1: Oh come on! So we want to talk. We want to talk about some themes we saw. We want to talk about some of the episodes, some of our favorite bits from out from throughout the season. Um, and uh, yeah, just we'll just take it away from there. Some best credit tags. We've Got a whole whole slew of things. I don't. I haven't even put together my top three. Maybe I'll figure out what the top three are He's, as we on the fly as we go through while it. we're
0: talking. as
1: as as we're talking so
0: travis so so the number one theme the theme that we hinted at we spoke to blatantly throughout the entire season and and this felt present pretty early on we we've we've called it the season of jerry right the the season that really highlighted different aspects of jerry's character um and it started pretty early right it started with the premiere episode, Solarix, uh, where we had a version of Jerry, the OG, the OJ, if you will. Mm. Uh, the, the Cronenberg Jerry, who has, at this point, lost his entire family. He has moved on. He's grown. He is resourceful. Mm-hmm. He's independent. He can Be even sure. get a cheap shot and slice a Rick's throat in a in a pinch <laughs> yeah fatality um, and and really dies tragically uh early on uh in 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 the season and i don't know people were really excited about this version of jerry and the potential of of who jerry could be and when forged in the right you know crucible of pain i guess
1: yeah yeah well uh even even rick prime which which we were told not to reveal uh when the premiere happened but Correct. has since been spoken about uh even in the finale when he when he first sees that jerry he's like ah you know is he's like you arced out um hitting the pinnacle of what jerry could be once all of his uh attachments are gone his his reasons to be insecure about things are are gone that is that is what he can be like he has to become self-sufficient. He has to take care of himself, and because without those attachments, he is he is free to focus inwardly at himself. Um, and uh, so, you know, we we kind of see that through 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 a couple episodes, right? So uh, he talking about like Knight family, him and Knight Jerry, even even him um, uh, finding out about himself. Like we get that little bit better backstory with him in. Uh, Bethic twin instinct, right? With him in in high school, like ah, she's gonna rip your heart out, and he turns into a pill bug, right? But he comes out of that uh, a, a more successful Jerry. The fact that his book in Jerixic Mort was 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 chosen by this higher level intelligence of being like, this is exactly what you need. Congratulations, somebody wrote this for you. We're not gonna say who it is, but it's it's important, right? He 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 finds these these bits of. Of growth, so in some, in many ways, I, uh, you know, we have felt that is it is the season of Jerry. There has been lots of uh, t- making it to where he's not as pathetic. He's still pathetic, but he is not as pathetic because there's some like redeeming moments there.
0: And, and I think there's even like moments where back back to the season premiere where they're going and collecting this 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 core family again, and they talk about you know season 2 jerry vibes, right? Mm. And where Jerry and Beth are at each other all the time and their their relationship is on the rocks and there's there's been a lot of progress and a lot of growth and it splitting 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 the Beths probably helps as well, but I think um yeah, I think this this version of Jerry has grown a lot. Does he still have his moments of of being pathetic? Does he Does he opt to do the horse jigsaw puzzle on Thanksgiving? Sure, he does. Sure, he does. But he's a simple man with a weird file structure on his computer, right? But he's (laughs) Final, final, final,
1: (laughs) final, 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 final.
0: (laughs) I I don't know. I, I think this season has gone a little ways to cement even more for me that, yeah, while Jerry may be the most pathetic of the Smith family, he's an endearing character that i i am I am proud to say I'm a Jerry fan,
1: yeah, yeah, I mean again, like night family fortune cookie episodes not
0: <laughs> withstanding
1: no no and, and you know like the 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 fortune cookie episode is a good episode to point out that it's not always about Rick, Rick is yeah. there, and he's doing some stuff, but that the episode ends up not has nothing to do with him um and and so yeah like i i i've been hesitant i want to segue into the the next kind of themes here and might as well do it i've been kind of pushing against it but there's there's some themes about like becoming better versions of ourselves uh the season of therapy so um you know we're talking about like rick letting go of stuff we're talking about jerry like focusing on like trauma like the trauma of, of him uh in, in high school you know, like th- these these types of things moving forward
0: so um yeah well and with rick ha- being forced back to his original timeline to a past where he is literally torturing himself with the voice of his dead wife there there's there's something interesting going back and looking at the first episode after seeing the entire season and and kind of seeing that first step that rick is taking where he's He's letting go of that past, whether he, it's him flipping the switch to, you know, allow sweet death for all of those people captured in a infinite loop uh, or just moving on from that reality and accepting the people who his new family. Right. He's he's letting go of some of that pain. He doesn't let go of it completely, as we see in the finale. But <laughs> uh, yeah, it's I felt felt like going back and looking at that it was it was his first step into this season of of growth and development
1: yeah and, and you know like there's there's so much stuff in there um even if it's not specifically doctor wong or um you know uh the the stuff with with pissmaster right or, yeah. or um him him working with morty and like be looking like it's a nicer rick but it's really just a robot Program to do 22% more good to, to care about the family and the family all falls in love with them. Right. If 22%, by the way, if 22% is enough to make your entire family fall in love with you, like how much work is that actually to put in to, to your existence and your relationships? Yeah. Anyway. um, I, we have this in a separate category, but I, I feel like it is, it's kind of a sub, bullet for this this season of therapy uh and it's just like this this concept of loving yourself and uh kind of mixing that with with narcissism so i mentioned with the the dinosaur ep, or uh deithmis Smithation that it wasn't all about rick but rick thinks about thinks it's all him the the entire time um yeah. going into the the pissmaster episode he thinks all of these people like are are just out to get him, but they're all like they're all third rate, fourth rate beings. Like the only reason anybody cares about him is because he he gives them attention, right? Like nobody actually yeah. cares about him. Um, and you know, like, uh, Bethic Twin Instinct, like that part is like about like loving yourself, and and there's this difference between what is like loving yourself and caring about yourself but then like caring about yourself so much that you forget all your other attachments and don't and and damage them in certain ways. And uh so yeah. I think we see that throughout the the season. I that was all. I'm sorry. Right. That was deep.
0: I can't, I can't disagree. No. <laughs> <laughs> disagree with me, son of a bitch? No, and I I'm trying I was thinking about I didn't get an opportunity to rewatch uh a Rick and King Mortar's Mort because it was taken off of iTunes for some reason. But I'm I'm trying to think about there's because that's where the shift happens right the 22% shift mm-hmm. and the the cold open for that episode while it kind of goes by quickly and and can be an afterthought I th- I think that understanding for Rick to realize oh there's something going on between me and Morty's relationship and Morty doesn't respect me the way that he used to, or he doesn't look up to me, or he doesn't even just listen to me the way that he did in the past. I need to fix that. Now, does he fix it the right way by being a better person and growing and developing? No, he makes a robot to have him do it instead, and then he kind of slides back into his pursuit for Rick Prime. But, as as we see at the end of that episode, or the end of uh, the finale. That's that's an extension of Rick still, right? That's still Rick trying to be better, mm-hmm. just not necessarily nailing the landing. So I don't know. It's it is interesting to to see that he's. We saw it a little bit in last season's finale where they they were forced to push the lever together, right, as partners. Mm-hmm. Um and now him bringing Morty into the hunt, into the pursuit of Rick Prime, is again making it not all about himself, but allowing t- him to share that space with Morty. And I, I think that is development and is that is growth over the season. If you if you had to tie it all, um, sort of with one thread, mm-hmm. you go from a season premiere where he's checking Morty's DNA to see if he feels balmy and then you know in the end you know pulling back the curtain and 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 sharing his actual pursuit with with Morty and bringing him on board for the ride so I, I don't know i think that i think that kind of helps gain that thread throughout the whole thing yeah
1: yeah 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 honey is watching in the twitch chat mentioning baby steps right and and yeah i i i agree i agree with the the concept that it, like and we talked about it we talked about it on this this show um i think for the dr wong episode maybe uh, or the pissmaster dr wong episode like baby steps of like like little 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 bits and in any kind of like self imp- self improvement it goes back like you can go backwards right like these are these are habits we build into ourselves as as humans and and sometimes those habits are hard to break. And, and the only way to break a habit is to create a new habit. And so it's, you know, taking step back or falling backwards is, is natural. Um, uh, So I think that we've seen that he's taking these baby steps. I think like in the Jerexic Mort, <laughs> I think I'm referencing that because it is the, it is the la- latest episode. This is the that last watched. one you
0: got to in your rewatch?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, he goes to the dinosaurs and he said, you don't get to take yourself out of, of things just because you're smarter than everybody else, right? And yeah. at the same time, in the finale, we find out he built this robot so he can take care of the family, so he can focus on himself. So he, he's taking himself out of things in a way, but it's not selfish. It It felt a little selfish to me on the first watch maybe a rewatch but thinking about it now that i'm not sick anymore <laughs> like it was last week like okay i can think about it more more objectively yeah he, talking about narcissism talking about self help like being able to focus on yourself is not a bad thing if it if you're doing it for the right reasons
0: yeah yeah it, i i think for me the other thing that stood out in terms of growth and development for the sh- not just for the characters, but for the show. Um started again back in that first episode where if you think back to like what was it, Cronenberg? Uh, where they where they buried the bodies in the backyard. Like that was that was the first season, right? Mm-hmm. Um this season, season six, takes what was Rick and Morty's secret, right? Their their knowledge that they are the only two from their original reality, or from from a different reality, and it and this season creates a reset where it doesn't matter which reality you started from. This is the core family, right? You have all six of them in the backyard, you know, trying to pronounce Parmesan, and <laughs> I'm Parmesan. denial, Rick. <laughs> but I th- I think it's really interesting that they were deliberate about that reset. And then from that, we get, what, five, six episodes where even portal travel is broken. And I don't know. I I think we may look back at season six as a little bit of a pivot point, a, a reset for the family and for the types of adventures maybe that they go on because it even says it in your favorite episode, Jurassic Mort, um where they sort of evolved out of portal travel right the dinosaurs they did that thing for a while but then they kind of got to a a one universe one reality type of structure and will portal travel be gone forever in the show no and it's still it's still a useful tool a useful mechanic for the writers but it is interesting that they've grounded the show a little bit in terms of who the family is and, and the types of adventures that they've been dealing with. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. 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 And, and, and I mean, portal travel is, is there. Um, well, that's not, that wasn't the point I wanted to make. The point I actually wanted to make was, we are, six seasons now in, we're going into the, the seventh season. If the show was going to hit a, an ending point, which, you know, I, look, I'm, I'm a fan. I'm a huge fan of the show. Obviously, we podcast about it every every episode there is. And even when there's not an episode. But I also want good storytelling. And I want there to be this 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 arc, right? The natural ending point for the series. I don't want it to go on forever like Dexter or um, like like Lost. No, just kidding. I love Lost, Lost. I, I lost in it when it needed to. Um, but you know, like other examples of shows that have gone on way too long. Supernatural, for example, I don't want the Rick and Morty to get to that point in time. Um, yeah. the, the, the beauty of the Simpsons is it doesn't have any, like, it doesn't, it doesn't matter like what the episode next week is about because there's nothing serialized tying it to anything yeah. before it. So there needs to be an, an end point. And so, um, six seasons in going into seventh season, they're, they're on contract for three more seasons after this, um, for however many more episodes that it—what thirty more episodes. Yeah. So, you know, it it is almost a little bit of a like starting to go down, like a natural, like okay, now we're we're going to start rolling into what the finale of the series should be uh, at the end of season ten, perhaps. Um, yeah. No, so anyway. Yeah. Whether that's true or not, they I think Royland was like, "No, nah, we let's go on forever if we can," which sounds great. But you know, I w- I want want quality to to stay there too.
0: Zafman wants a thousand episodes, <laughs> hundred years, hundred years, Rick and Morty, hundred years. Um, <clears throat> the I mean, those are some major themes from the show. We can kind of bounce episode to episode and see if uh, anything like jumps out at us. Obviously, we talked about the reality restart. And really, Rick Prime becoming the big bad in the season premiere, that's uh, like Evil Morty was the guy the the writers were very deliberate that Evil Morty is not the guy anymore. We're moving on. It's all about Rick Prime. Um, and then we hop right into a completely unrelated episode with <laughs> Rick, a more a well-lived, and uh, some walkie Die diehard. So like I don't know I I thought that that was um it was a weird shift but it was it was nice for me to see because it 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 reassured to me that we're gonna get some one off episodes and some things even moving forward that it's not all gonna be canon it's not all gonna be serialized we're gonna still get oh let's do a die hard one or let's do you know uh just do a die I hard just do just do a die hard <laughs> um and it's good to see Roy coming back as well. Um yeah, yeah, yeah. we didn't really talk about this with Bethic Twin Stink, but that idea of um using video games as an escape. Oh, yeah. Right. Um I think if we talk about growth and being mentally mature and dealing with your problems, that that was definitely something that they used where I don't know that I don't know that I loved the video games in terms of like an interdimensional cable esque type of, of show. <laughs> like they had some cool ideas, they the the text based one was really fun, but uh, that being a a mechanism for them to escape what was going on for real within the family uh, was was interesting to see.
1: Yeah, yeah, for for sure that 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 idea of of in, before you can move from your trauma, you have to address your trauma. You know, like knowing like what the root of whatever it is that, that's affecting you. Um, and I mean, avoidance is a technique. Is it the healthiest? Oh, no, I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm not a psychiatrist. Psychologist. You're no doctor. Psychiatrists are, are the ones who who prescribe. OK. OK. Um. Yeah. So then we so we move on to tonight. So Family from there after uh, the Rob Schraub written episode. The the pure horror it stands
0: up. I I really like it going back to it. It's a good episode.
1: It is. It is such a it is a solid episode.
0: And just
1: summer walking in that <laughs> that suit just it cracks me. Just that slow slurp of the the dew quill. Uh, the dew quill kill, right. <laughs> kills me still. Um, but just you know, the lesson there is just do your dip. Just rinse your dishes. Rinse takes two, your dishes. It takes two seconds.
0: Yeah. Little, life's uh, not as easy as you think it would be, right? That's sometimes you got to pay the bills. I guess
1: uh, seize the day is harder than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. Um, and then, and then leading into this, so so the first half and then leads into final dispensation to, to end the first half, um, which, which we learn, you know, Hey, fortune cookies are alien poop and, uh, don't bang your mom.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Which I think that's what the, I think if you watch the inside of the episode, that's what they're trying to get at. Um, pretty much (laughs) In, in that one, you also get some sailor moon, uh, quick changes and, uh, all sorts of other weird things going on in that episode, <laughs> yeah,
1: and it's it's not all about you, Rick. Sometimes a plot is just a plot that is crazy, and things happen, but thanks I, for being I, a friend,
0: I think it's interesting though we look at those first five episodes, really, the premiere's the only one that is really canon heavy. everything else doesn't really deal with Canon that much, they're all kind of one off sort of adventures,
1: yeah, yeah, no you're 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 right about that, yeah there's nothing where Solarix was very heavy, everything drops off after that. And just as... as With with the exception
0: of maybe that they keep mentioning that portal travel still isn't working.
1: Well, I mean, as far as like main, major, overarching plot plot points, it's not canon heavy. But in the smaller moments, it is, right? Like in in Night Family, the whole idea that uh, Summer has this deep-seated resentment towards Rick and he has this deep seated uh need for uh acceptance from from the family and from her makes yeah. her more powerful in this this subconscious which is another you know thought for therapy but you know like that that is also canon um so yeah. I thought that was interesting but that leads us into then the second half of the the season uh, starting with <laughs> The episode I keep talking about. That doesn't
0: mean it's in my top three. Brandon's favorite episode of the season.
1: <laughs> if it's if it's in the top three, make your bets now. Um, yeah, it, talk talking about dinosaurs and nature. Uh, there is a a book, book not by Asimov, um, that is basically Michael a Michael Crichton. it's not Michael Crichton either. know uh, anyway, I'll, I'll I'll think of it as we're, as we're talking about it, but. Um, this idea of the like dinosaurs coming back to Earth, and they are now they're like, no, like we're we're protecting <laughs> your your you and your nature from from yourselves. Um,
0: yeah, it
1: was a, kind of kind of an interesting, interesting concept.
0: They they dabble with the canon here by closing the rift by bringing portal travel back, you know, a little bit here. Like they they close the door on portal travel being broken, but. Um, otherwise not, again, not very canon heavy. Um, but we find out that dinosaurs can skateboard, so it's all worthwhile. (laughs) Uh, full, full meta Jack Rick. This was actually our return, uh, from the season hiatus and, uh, a very, very meta episode where I, I gotta be honest, going through this episode, it feels like it exist in two parts there's there's the the meta heavy part at the beginning and then the resolution with the writer at the end and the story lord um it was it was really hard for me to like fully get into this episode when i first watched it it's mm-hmm. been easier on 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 repeat viewings um but again it's a it's another episode that to me feels less about canon and more about the overall meta of the show and about the making of the show and about that relationship between the writers of the show and the audience, and even the characters, and how that all sort of those lines can blur, and and still produce an interesting episodes.
1: Yeah, yeah. I it, it, it's I don't know offhand how many sequel episodes we've had. Um, you yeah. know, like usually it's if there's a sequel episode, it's going from one finale to the premiere of the next season. Um, I don't know how many, and I'm sure I'm sure they're there. So feel free to correct me. I don't know how many episodes there are in the middle of a season that are like direct sequels to a previous season. Yeah, and and so this this one, this full meta Jack Rick, is going from like kind of not criticizing the audience, uh, as as it was in Never Ricking Morny but kind of being like, Hey, trust us, let us do our thing. Uh, we'll, we'll do right by you. Just, you know, take your hand off of the, <laughs> uh, the throttle and, and let it, let's do their business. This one was more of like, uh, Hey, you know, we're writing stories here. We're not infallible. There's traits here, <laughs> like tropes here that we're, we're dealing with. Um, and, uh, you know, like motivation, story circle, all that type of stuff. Um, more more of a critique on the writers themselves versus never Ricky morty which is more of like a this 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 audience idea this audience
0: meta yeah yeah so uh we move on from there to analyze piss uh which we've <laughs> talked about very recently because it was only a few weeks ago um but yeah like a lot of growth in this one and uh, specifically with rick his his willingness to be more accepting of therapy, actually interact with Dr. Wong and utilize the tools that she has to become a better person. Um, there was there was a, a concern for me as we got through this episode that, and I know we talked about it on the podcast, that is this going to be for not, Is is all of this betterment of Rick going to somehow be undone in some way? Um, I, I don't, I don't know that we have like real resolution of that fact. I don't, I don't know if Rick is going to show progress like he has at the end of Analyze Piss in season seven and beyond. What, what do you think about that? Um, well, I think this, I think Analyze
1: Piss was a good episode to go back to go back into the Dr. Wong well where yep. where uh pickle rick was was all about him trying him doing whatever he could to avoid it and then going into this episode which is in some well, some ways maybe is, it's it's less of a sequel episode than <laughs> uh than Full Metal jack rick but like him going back to that character and this time willingly without beth trying to drag him there without anybody tr- trying to drag him there. He goes there willingly be like uh what 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 the what is the deal with this? And you know, I don't know if we need to see that character again, uh Dr. Wong. Um but as long as like that it it's true in later seasons from here on out that like there is something there that he is working towards. Um yeah. and, and whether this this search for Rick Prime or maybe we see uh, Evil Morty again, you know, maybe that is thematically tied to his journey also with, um, dealing with that trauma.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. Um, so, so then, uh, from, from after that, we go into a Rick and King Mortar's Mort, where we watched analyze piss and we knew just like some, like on a deep level, maybe like a guttural bestial level that there's something wrong with Rick in this, this episode, right? (laughs) Like we, we just, we just yeah. knew, we just knew everybody know because everyone ended that episode, this episode, uh, mortars Mort with being like, yeah, that doesn't feel right. Um, there's something, there's something here and sure. Like, well, we'll talk about it, in the, it when we talk about the next episode, but, um, like it was, it was, it was a vat of acid in a different way. It was another quasi sequel, right?
0: Um, a spiritual successor, right? Like there's yeah, there's yeah. direct references to Vat of Acid, but it does it does show how Rick, or Robo Rick in this case, <laughs> deals with uh, a similar sort of, uh, I don't know, separation from Morty in a different way, right? It's he, he doesn't build an elaborate trick to make Morty look like a fool. And have him admit that Rick is right. Uh, he 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 uses his his science and his technology to to help Morty out of a jam, and uh, and sort of protect him uh, in in the same way. So,
1: yeah, yeah, and yeah, you know, and, they, and they the the thing the argument is that well he did that he did that because he's taking care of his, him himself. Um, and he wants to take care of the family in the meantime, It still, it still feels kind of, in some ways it still feels kind of selfish because he's lying to people, but yeah, yeah it's, it's still for good. It doesn't matter. Whatever. Um, but he's, I don't know. He's supportive of Morty, but it's Robo Rick. That's supportive of Morty. Uh, whatever. Let's go into original more Poon's Rickman's forcation. Ooh, that's a mouthful, especially if you are stuffy. Uh, where we find out that it was a robot the entire time and all our suspicions were confirmed and the president's back. Lots of Star Wars references. It's perfectly vertical.
0: Um, we talked about it last week. You have just, to hold the button. go back one in your podcast you guys. <laughs> um, no, it's, it's, again, I feel like they're kind of connecting the premiere with the finale by bringing Rick Prime back into it making making that a central theme of at least the B-plot. And I'm curious if that's going to lead right into a Season 7 premiere where now they're on the hunt for Rick Prime, or do they start it a different way? I'm sure it'll be close to a year before we find out. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. Um, if I had to rate the finale, like... It's probably not in my top five finales of 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 this show, uh, for as far as seasons go. Oh, oh but, that's uh, it's, very. It's very in my top six. Very for sure. Sp- it's very so. specific.
1: Yeah. Well, I yeah. mean, if comparing that, I mean, we should have done this last week, but yeah, looking back at all the season finales, it wasn't it wasn't the strongest. Yeah, for I mean, by with it was a surprisingly strong season. I'll say for season six, it was it was a oh yeah. It was oh, yeah. a it was a strong season, and maybe that's why the finale maybe didn't wasn't as strong um because maybe, like four and five they they had good episodes in there, but i wouldn't I wouldn't put those seasons above this uh, this season um and maybe because that like that dip made those the highs higher and maybe Possibly. maybe Possibly. the highs made this these highs lower. I don't know. Only time will tell. Well, um, yeah, that was that was season six, man. Season six. Um, yeah, we'll see. We'll to your point about what happens in the premiere of season seven. It would be strange if if they aren't tied together somehow. And I think they've done a good job with. Because the distance in between the distance, the time in between seasons ends and season's beginning, they almost have to have that link to like be like. Previously on, but instead of doing it previously on, they just do the okay, well, here's what's happening now. And like, oh, that's right. Uh they were stuck on a ship. Um, he's been drinking a lot. <laughs> uh the Mortys took care of themselves. Okay. Um Travis, there is something that has happened in each episode since time immemorial. It is the 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 post credits tag. And so there, I, I wanted to ask you. I put this in there as a as a special category, the yeah. best post credits tag of the season. Go here's here's what we have. We have Rick Prime kills Jerry Cronenberg uh, uh, Jerry. We have the Die Hard three reference um, in the the Bethic Twin Stink. I forget which one that one is. What is that? <laughs> I put I put question marks. Um, originally, I clearly you don't remember it. So I'm. No, nope. uh, maybe nope. Twitch Jack can it, can throw it. It
0: was it was one that I like. It, it didn't stand out to me, okay. right? so I didn't write it down.
1: The Night Family Choco Taco, uh, Zebra Food. <laughs> uh, zebra
0: Food is in the runnings for me.
1: Uh, the 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 skating dinosaurs you got Tag Man, um, and then we were the last the last two? M- Mortar's Mort. Uh, that was uh, Mortar's Mort. Which one? Which one was that? See,
0: I can't rewatch that episode, so I don't know.
1: <laughs> dang it, dang it, I forget. Um, and then uh, Rick mismarcation, which is poopy Butthole.
0: Yeah. So, I while I do like the poopy butthole revisiting him at the end of each season, to me that's like a staple now. That's it's almost to be expected. So I would I would not include that in my running for best post-credit tag for the season and uh, the zebra food one I love because it looks like an interdimensional cable gimmick like it's a commercial for the zoo and they're feeding the zebras but then all the people are eating the zebra food (laughs) and they're all getting sick but then it like Zooms out and it's Morty at the gift shop of the zoo watching the commercial. Like, I don't know. Like, it goes on for a little while and it gets kind of (laughs) weird. He's like, "I I don't get." I mean, it's an
1: an advertisement in the zoo. Like, why? Why are people eating the the zebra food? Why do they want to take it home? Is it a zoo for zebras? Oh, oh, it's a oh, it's zoo for people. That's the twist. Why are they
0: advertising the thing they don't (laughs) want them to do?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's that's a that's a really good one. Um. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> Honey is watching, saying that Jerry revisiting the Jerry Burry to try and that's, I don't know hook up with another Jerry. That's right. That's, just
1: just to see what it's like. Just to see what it's yeah. like.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That one wasn't as funny. Um. <laughs> uh, uh, the skating dinosaurs and Jurassic Mort. That you know with another great Ryan Elder song. Um. <laughs> but Tag Man in the Meta episode just cracks me up just the design of that character where it looks just like i don't know like a hot dog on like a giant like yoked dude um <laughs> are you getting just... any of this <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. um so for me i'm gonna say <sighs> to toss up zebra food and tag man I, i'm gonna go zebra food zebra food is my number one for the season
1: if if I had to have a, a toss up, it would be between Zebra Food and uh, the the Choco Taco. Uh, <laughs> and I, I I say that it, it's gonna it's gonna go to Zebra Food. Um, but what I will say about the Choco Taco that that tag, the reason that tag is weird is because the credits go over like this John Carpenter kind of uh, like horror credits, and so the yeah. tag is just like the resolution of the episode. Um, and so it's not really a tag necessarily, but the Choco Taco being gone, it's, it's devastating. It's like KFC hot, hot wings, sauces, hot wings that they don't make anymore. It's devastating to me that they don't, that they don't have these things anymore. And so I just want to, you know, pour one out for my Choco Taco homies out there. We'll miss you. And I'm not going to make my own, Um, whatever all right I don't know.
0: they're good they're good zebra you know, food didn't. Zebra food. there used
1: to be awesome. a guy like walking with his little cart in my neighborhood selling them choco tacos what a badass i miss that guy i, I never know what his, i don't know what his name is um i was told not to go near him um but you know whatever choco tacos, choco tacos. Uh, <laughs> all right so the, those
0: were- all right it's time it's time for our top three before we get out of here top three episodes of this season Brandon you have nothing listed which I can assume only means that you're keeping it a secret and not that you don't know what your top three is
1: that is definitely the case there Travis you know me too well my top three what do you want What do you want to start with you want to talk? start with the third of the top three or you want to start with the number one sure. of the top three
0: sure let's do that
1: okay let's go ahead and do that go ahead and start us off
0: <laughs> well I, I had a really hard time and I think it's because most of my, most of my episodes in my top three were from the first half of the season. Um, and I don't know if that's just time since they came out making my thoughts, like my, my memory of them is maybe better than the actual experience of them. Um, but I had kind of a toss up for my number three cause I really like night family, but um analyze Piss was a really good episode too um i think i think night family probably um just edges out and 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 probably is in my number three spot okay all right
1: uh i was as i was reviewing the episodes i was going in the reverse order of what i was supposed to do so now i just kind of got to come up with a quick 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 number three um yeah it, it, it's hard because the all uh, these episodes are all all for the most part pretty good. Um, I will say maybe my number three is Full Meta Jack Rick. Um, because I did, okay. I like I like that episode. I like the difference as I kind of mentioned earlier. I like the difference being a, a a sequel to an earlier episode in in some way and talking and and criticizing themselves more, uh, op openly right and not and not just in like a ah oh, look at us oh we're stupid kind of way, but like really digging into the the behind the scenes process that whole joseph campbell aspect of of the story circle um you know i i I really dug that aspect of it,
0: okay fair enough
1: so what that's good so so you're number two travis that's that's next on our agenda
0: walkie talkie die hard oh. uh, um, r- um Rick and mortwell lived I just it's a really fun episode. I like it. I like the the line of thinking, the the like bizarre idea of Morty being split into you know billions of people like that that side of the plot is really interesting to think about. But then the whole diehard side of it, it's just a fun episode. I really I I go back to it over and over again when I think about this season. So yeah, it's it's number 2 for me.
1: Man, uh, this is. I, I I think I think generally we're 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 along the same lines every season. We're like one or two off normally, but for this number two, dead on, dead on. Yeah, walkie talkie, die hard. Um, <laughs> we watched we watched Violent Night the other uh, like a week and a half ago in theaters now, with David Harbour as Santa Claus, and it is basically. A diehard movie, and so we went with it with a family. And at some point in time, Santa gets a walkie-talkie, and he's talking to a little girl, and (laughs) and and uh, my son like leans over to me. He's like diehard. He's like walkie-talkie diehard. Like (laughs) like walkie-talkie diehard. Motherfucker! (laughs) And people in the theater like shut up, shut the fuck. Anyway, uh, yeah. That is such a yeah. it's a great movie and and I'm you know we watched that episode of Rick and Morty and then then we watched Die Hard with with the kid and I think that there's there's maybe it's because I'm getting older now. Some of these references are going to be more for people who have never seen these things anymore. Um, yeah. So, you know, Die Hard being a big part of it that was one of the critiques I think in in the subreddit. It was like, what's Die Hard? I've never seen Die Hard. Or yeah. or going it's like. I used to think going into the subreddit and putting like title references, I thought that was like, kind of like a, just like a cheesy thing. Like, Oh, I'll put here, you know, title reference, analyze piss. It's based off of analyze this with Billy Crystal and uh, Robert De Niro. But I'm realizing more and more that people just don't know that people don't get those references. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So yeah. Anyway, I I don't know where I was going with that other than say Rick and Mortwell lived solid. Number two, what's your number one? Oh my number one, uh, I I want to say Celerics just from a a a lore aspect, it would be like my my runner up to number one. But instead, I put it not in the top three at all. It's um, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know why I went with that logic. Instead, I'm going to go with Night Family because it is such a departure from what the show's kind of formula has been. That it, it, it was it was unique. It was its its standalone. It had its own tone. Um, there was there was something really cool that I saw. I don't know, remember seeing this in any Rick and Morty episode? But there was this this dolly shot when when Night Summer has tricked the family, and and the dolly It's like that jaws shot. So the famous jaws shot, where like Roy Scheider's on the beach, and. Uh, he's like, it's like zooming out while at the same time it's zooming in on him. Yeah. And it does that same exact shot on Rick in that reveal that, that a night summer has done that. So, so, so cool. I, I I do have a little, a little bit of the critiques as far as like some of like the Simpsons esque gags with like the cardboard or the, the, the dynamite and leaf factory. But overall it's, it's uh it's my number one.
0: What about you? Uh, I'm going to go with Solarix. Uh, just really loved the episode start to finish. I liked getting more lore and backstory about Rick's past, uh, the reset on the big bad with Rick prime, the revisit of the original timelines, um, and, and really how it sets up the rest of the series to focus in on this core family uh I just I think it's a really well constructed and interesting episode. It's got some great jokes that still make me laugh when I rewatch it, you know, on fourth and fifth viewings. So, yeah, I I, I have I have to go with that as my number one. Which feels a little cheesy cuz it's like, yeah, it was the premiere like but uh yeah, I don't know. It's it's the episode I I I keep going back to as as my favorite.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I I see uh, over in our Twitch chat, uh, folks putting their their favorite. Uh, so Nikki Chuck Analyze Piss Number Three, Solarix tie for Number Three, Knight Family Number Two, and then Bethic Twin Instinct. Uh, and then, uh, uh, yeah, Honey is watching, saying they love Bethic Twin Instinct as well. I I I said this as far as Bethic Twin Instinct goes, I think it is a very good episode. I think it's well crafted. Um, it's not my favorite episode but it's mostly just like my own hangups that I'm like, it's not, there's, there's something about it. That like it doesn't appeal to me, but it, sure. that doesn't make it a bad episode, I guess. Um, and then same thing with like analyze piss. I think analyze piss is a very good episode. I think that the content of it is, is, um, mature as well. Yeah. I, even with all the piss stuff. Um, but I, that episode is so hard to watch on rewatch. Uh, just, with Pissmaster getting the shit kicked out of him. It's it's very, very hard knowing his his ultimate fate. If you go to subreddit, there's some people who are like, who gives a shit? Like he deserves what he what he got. Um, it deserves what he did to himself. Um, but uh I I choose the more empathetic route when I think of that that character. And so it it hurts me to actually watch him get the shit kicked out of him knowing what what happens. So
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Anyway. Uh, those were our those were our favorite episodes of the season. Travis, you want to say something? You put your hand
0: up. Nope, nope. I was just you put your hand emoting. Up. Oh,
1: you just emote, emote. Over yeah. on Zoom, uh, it's got the hand gesture emote. We don't do it here, but you can Zoom.com slash emote. Um, <laughs> those. So th- that was season six. We we talked a lot about season six. We will talk a lot more about season seven when that comes out. Um. So we're, we're heading into the off-season. We're heading into the holidays. Uh, Travis, what do, you, what do you want to leave us off with? What do you want to leave Unity out with?
0: Um, <laughs> well, this, this would be the moment where we would do listener suggestions and shortouts. Um, I will just say a huge thank you to all of Unity, the community uh, around this show, Rick and Morty, um, and even more specifically, this podcast. Uh, you guys are just awesome. Uh, it's been so much fun covering season season six with you, getting your feedback, your your emails, your comments, your messages, direct messages, the comments in the Twitch stream. Uh, we have we have a really cool community growing uh, on Twitch, and and we love seeing the chat, not just directed at us, but also at each other. Uh, so if you're not on Twitch yet, uh, highly encourage you to check out any of the live streams. Um a lot a lot of calls for oh it's mostly you just calling for Andor uh to be covered uh on, on on stream. Um and we'll probably do that, you know, after after a couple of weeks of downtime, we'll 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 regain our health uh maybe a little bit over the holidays. <laughs> Hot and 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 then come back strong. Um looking a lot of different opportunities just in podcasting in general um looking at ways that we can provide a better product for you as as the as the fans and uh yeah just exploring what what else is out there so big things coming in 2023 and uh excited to continue to be making the show
1: heck heck yeah heck yeah last last little bit of editors note talked about in Jerixic Mort the book that it was based off it is Arthur C Clarke Childhood's End uh where Let's see, what is what does this say? Uh I don't know. It's a classic science fiction novel. Whatever. Go read that. And you'll probably see what uh Jorixic Mort-, Mort is all about. I, I have it in my my library. I found it the other day. I was like, oh shit, I have this book? Huh. I should I should read it. Instead of this awesome biography by Greg Graffin, the lead singer of Bad Religion. Okay. That is all I have. Uh, you know, uh, no there's one last thing echo everything Travis said and just to say we are not going away we'll be here for season seven we'll be we'll be here for episodes in between season seven check out our podcast apathetic enthusiasm that's probably where we'll do most of our content and uh, maybe we'll maybe we'll cross feed some of that that stuff but until next year until next episode uh, heart all of you thank you for all thank you all for listening and being a part of the show being part of this fandom with us And I think that is it, Travis. We'll see you later. Yeah, that's
0: it. Bye, we love you, bye.
1: Bye, we love you, bye. That's how I say goodbye to my mom. And if you're still listening, here's a little bonus of me screwing up the intro at the start of everything.
0: You asked for it. Here it is. It's a podcast from Apathetic Enthusiasm.
1: Coming to you live from the beginning of our Rick and Morty Steven 7. Steven. Steven 7? Steven Stevens. That's right. With Shia LaBeouf. It's a little slow so far, but the weight is killer. That's right. <laughs> Even Steven's Interdimensional Podcast. Woo! All right. You know what? Uh, let's do that again.
0: For, for the first <laughs> time in podcast history, <laughs> take two.
1: Take two. Here we go. I'm not, uh, not going to stop recording. Hopefully uh, you I,
0: I am going to restart recording oh. on, uh, on the video, so uh, feel free to give me a count.
1: Fuck tissue. Five, four, three,
0: two.